if our thoughts are negative, our thoughts in general often start with I, me or my. I can't do this or I'm not confident enough or my business isn't going the way that I want. It's Is it down to the capabilities like that I have? Maybe I'm not confident or competent enough. So they start with I. And a good way to sort of challenge those thoughts is to, to obviously catch them initially, so become aware of them, and then write them down and then look at them and think, okay, they start with I, me or my. I'm going to replace it with a you or you are. And then I'm going to visualize someone that I care for or it doesn't even have to be someone that you care for. It can be someone that, you know, the neighbor or, you know, someone walking down the street. And I'm going to repeat the statements that I said to myself, but instead of, a, instead of an I, with a you. And then just see how it feels. And I imagine, and if you were to do it right now, you'd probably think, oh, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that to someone. You know, that's not very nice. It's a bit unkind. If that's the case, then actually start to question, should I be saying those thoughts or should they be running through my, my mind? Welcome and thanks for listening to The Freelancer's Friend, brought to you by AspectAvenue.com, helping freelancers and solopreneurs to create lasting and sustainable success. Remember to subscribe, leave a review if you can, and please share the podcast with your freelancer friends. So welcome, Scott. Thanks for joining us. Hey, yeah, thank you for having me. So about confidence in men. Uh, you've suffered yourself with an anxiety at an earlier stage uh, in your life, but uh, but you studied the phenomenon and also got trained to help others get past this sort of thing and change their lives like you changed yours. So having helped a lot of men now, what would you say are the most common causes of confidence issues in men? I think it varies from obviously from men from man to man. We're, we're all we're all very different, and that's what makes the, us all unique. But often, for, for in my case, it was I think it was you know very much from a young age. It was I was the sensitive boy, and he was this is where I was, and I'm sensitive, and and he he has he's got low confidence, but that's okay. It's just the way he is, and you know our external words become our internal words often, but we don't realise that until maybe we get to an older an older age and we think oh you know I don't feel as confident as I as I was um, but a lot of the time for, for the for the guys that I the guys that I coach it's about the confidence in themselves comes from other external factors so often you know guys will base their confidence on the way that they look or their skill set or anything outside of, of, of themselves but the problem is is that when we feel confident in you know the way that we look as we get older not always, but we tend to our looks tend to deteriorate slightly. So, if our confidence is based upon that, then as our looks deteriorate slightly, our confidence is going to go down. And it's the same with the skill set. We might be really skilled at this one specific task in our job or in our in our life, but when someone else comes in that's maybe slightly more skilled than us, then our skill set might drop and our, our level of work might drop, which means our confidence goes with it. So, for me, it's about understanding and, and creating that confidence within internally and creating that genuine confidence because if we can do that then that's never going to go and therefore our confidence is going to stay high yeah you can always pretend to be confident but that's not the answer confidence in yourself and your abilities is an important part of running a business are there any basic steps that someone can take to boost their confidence in a way that will last internally yeah, and I, th- I think it stems from uh, our thoughts, right? 
it stems from what we say to ourselves and because if we can if we can control or we can manage our thoughts then we can control our emotions which means we take good action steps which leads into a good, a good outcome so the first thing that i would that i would do is is and what i do with my clients is we focus on being aware of our thoughts what is running through our mind are the thoughts that are in there serving us in a way to enable us to feel confident what do we believe about ourselves and then we we make sure that that, that that those beliefs that those statements are are serving us in a way that we want so if we want to feel confident in standing up in, in front of people and, and talking doing a podcast for example then we've got to believe that we get, we've got that that skill and and that confidence to be able to do it if i if i was to come into this this podcast episode now and think oh there's no way i can do that well this is going to go terribly uh, i'm not confident enough to do it and i get here and, and my mind goes whoa 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 we're not very we can't do this what are you on about and then it puts me on the back foot whereas if i come into it and thinking you know you know I'm, I'm 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 good at what i do i know my subject i know my my the the, the job that i do and the life that i lead and i'm good at it then i'm going to be able to to perform at a better level so and it comes from our thoughts you know, what are we thinking about ourselves what are we thinking about the world so first thing is is create that awareness so we know what our thoughts are and then if they're not serving us we can do something about it and create them into much more something much more powerful which will in turn lead us into to confidence at work and in life okay so first you recognize that uh, it's all about how you're talking to yourself how do you approach that once you know that that's the problem how do you start talking to yourself differently so you well you catch your thoughts so you think oh is that is that helpful because you know there's this there's this technique which i talked about fairly recently actually on a on a, on a linkedin live that i did and it's called talk yourself talk to somebody else so the first thing is obviously becoming aware of your thoughts and then starting to challenge them so and talk yourself talk to, to someone else is, is essentially if our thoughts are negative, our thoughts in general often start with I, me or my. I can't do this or I'm not confident enough or my business isn't going the way that I want. It's, is it down to the capabilities like that I have? Maybe I'm not confident or competent enough. So they start with I. And a good way to sort of challenge those thoughts is to, to obviously catch them initially, so become aware of them, and then write them down and then look at them and think, okay, they start with I, me or my. I'm going to replace it with a you or you are. And then I'm going to visualize someone that I care for, or it doesn't even have to be someone that you care for. It can be someone that, you know, the neighbor or, you know, someone walking down the street. And I'm going to repeat the statements that I said to myself, but instead of a, instead of an I with a you, and then just see how it feels. And I imagine, and if you were to do it right now, you'd probably think, oh, I wouldn't feel comfortable saying that to someone. You know, that's not very nice. It's a bit unkind. If that's the case, then actually start to question, should I be saying those thoughts or should they be running through my my mind? Because I'm just as important, if not more important than the people that are around me because I need to look after look after myself uh, and challenge those thoughts. And when you start to do that and you create that, that thought process of, oh, okay, no, I, I shouldn't be that unkind to myself. I need to be filling my mind full of positive confidence, confident thoughts, then it's going to have a huge mm. impact. It's a kind of a buzz term, that's been around for a bit now, uh, imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that uh, a real thing? For sure. Yeah, I think you know people people doubt themselves and 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 put themselves under under pressure. 
and I remember very much of, of being in, in that in that world of not being sure that I was I was capable of, of doing what I needed to do and that I had the, the right amount of skill set to be able to do it and yeah it used to cause me all sorts of problems so yeah absolutely it's a, it's an issue but it's it's solvable and you can start you can start to live with it and, and build your confidence to, to overcome that yeah so and so some people suffer from self-doubt even when things are going well for them and and even if they have a positive self-talk and the evidence around them suggests that uh, they've got every reason to be confident uh, they still suffer from self-doubt what would you say is the cause of that and what can be done about that so self-doubt we're, we're going to have it it's there you know we when we take ourselves out of our comfort zone especially with the guys that i work with and they're you know they're businessmen or, or they're, they're professionals in, in business and often they're they're pushing themselves so they're stepping out of their comfort zone having these challenges and with those challenges they're going to sometimes be new which means we're going to maybe doubt ourselves but self-doubt can also be a fairly positive thing because it allows us to ask some questions if we can deal with it in a positive way then it, and it, it can serve us you know if I'm thinking oh no this is terrible I can't do this and I leave it at that then nothing good is going to come of it but if I go oh no I can't do this and I start to again have that awareness of thought I start to question that self-doubt when you ask questions you get answers and when you have answers you can start to change the action steps that that you're taking which again again I come back to that outcome it means you get a slightly different outcome if we ask the same questions and we don't deal with that that self-doubt then you're going to get the same outcome so self-doubt can be it's there you, you, you can't go anywhere from it you know did I when I came on this podcast was I was I completely um, prepared no because I'm very busy I prepared as best as I could but their thought of oh you know can I can I can I perform today can I do that today and if I had just gone no then and just let it sit there then that it would have it would have bothered me but I, I, can I perform it's a it's a it's a question so I asked another question well, what can I do to try and prepare myself better well I can do a bit of mindful breathing beforehand I can go and have a, a quick glass of water I can do the things that are going to enable me to feel better about myself so I can perform better so I use that self-doubt to allow myself to ask more questions to put me in a position where I feel more comfortable and confident does that make sense yeah that makes sense and also mm. uh, I suppose over pre over preparing could have a, a negative effect if you put too much thought into what you're about to do and like you you prepared for this podcast by not preparing too much and it was the same with me i have some basic uh, loose ideas of of what i want to talk to you about but over preparation over preparation would just uh, cause too much distraction i agree yeah and you know there's 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 times where i've been on i, I got a, a small radio slot in the local radio um and it's probably once a month on average maybe a little bit less sometimes and i go into it with, with sometimes a bit more prepared but sometimes i don't go with any preparation at all because i want to take myself out of my comfort zone and learn how to be able to put myself on the spot and speak off the cuff because yeah, because it's it's an it's an important skill to have. We can't always be prepared. So I'll put myself in those myself in that position and I, I challenge my clients to do the same. So they they learn. Because when we don't put ourselves into those situations, we we just stay the same. We don't make progress and we all want to make progress. So we've got to put ourselves into those those opportunities to potentially fail 
so we can learn from it and we can grow from it. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's important. It's powerful when you do that. Mm. Just uh, taking action, and then that can prove mm. to yourself that you can handle things Absolutely. when you're put on the spot. Mm. Once you have that, but first you need the confidence to put yourself on the spot. What would you say to a man who may feel like they could use help with their confidence or self-esteem but uh, don't want to seem weak or unmanly about seeking help from a coach or even from a friend? Yeah, that's a, that's a very, very good question. And I think it takes it takes a bit of time for a lot of the guys that I speak to and, and there's many that I have, I work with still and they say, oh, you know, I wish I'd done this sooner but I, I didn't know... I didn't know what it would be like and I wasn't sure if I had to, to, to push on and go through the struggles of my own or you know stay in the same place that I was. So yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a big thing I think for, for men still, even though in the, in the world that we live in it's very much about being open and talking. It takes practice. It takes practice to, to be accepting of yourself and that you sometimes need help you know things just don't we can't just be like oh I need help now um, especially if we're the kind of person that likes to keep everything and I was like that. I was the kind of guy that would be like yeah I'm fine thanks you and just pass everything off from me onto someone else because I didn't want to talk about the way that I felt but it takes practice and what I would say is what what's the harm in finding out a little bit more if you don't feel content if you aren't fully confident or you don't feel confident enough and you're doubting yourself consistently and you have imposter syndrome if you have imposter syndrome and you're 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 not making progress in the way that you'd like What's the harm in having a little search around to see if there's anything out there that can help? Just back yourself and feel that you can you can look into it and make a decision and your decision is is powerful. So yeah, I'd, I'd, and, and talk about the way that you feel. I think it's important, but there's no harm in doing some research, right? If you want to buy a new car or you want to buy uh, a, a new watch or you want to go shopping, you'll go, and, you'll go and do some research to find the best car or the best watch or the best Apple, whatever it might be. So it's the same with your, your internally, but be accepting of yourself that it's not always going to be easy, but actually, okay, I can I can at least do some research and, and find out whether it is for me. There's no harm. Mm. And, and practice by maybe taking small steps as mm. to getting a little bit of help mm-hmm. from yeah, a stranger or somebody you know, just to open yourself up to being helped. Mm. Yeah. It take, everything we do is it, it often takes practice you know practice doesn't make perfect it makes progress and if we if we practice trying to be accepting and of ourselves and and, and re- say reaching out to someone initially maybe someone close to you and just maybe having a few words then it's surprising how you'll think oh that was quite good I feel quite empowered by that I'm going to go ahead and do it and you know we're as men it's very much you know I'm brave I'm strong and I can I can push through but also you can be compassionate and kind and, and caring of yourself. And when you mix those two together, as a man, it's kind of unstoppable. But we'll, but often we'll pick one and we'll stick with it and we'll go with that. And then we feel sometimes like we're lacking. So, um, you know, there's lots of different parts of us. If we bring them all together as a man, then good things come of it. We need to be accepting of that, I think. Hmm. So basically, you need to be man enough to ask for help and asking for help could even help towards improving your self-confidence because you've been confident enough to ask for help. Yeah, just be be, be confident in your decisions. And say, you know, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and reach out to someone and ask for help. 
what's you know and if, if it's something to do with fear then you know ask yourself these questions you know what's the worst thing that can happen what's the very worst thing that can happen if you reach out what are you going to do if that worst thing does happen how will you bounce back from it and what can you put in place to prevent that from happening and causing the the worst case you know and, and if we look at it that way and we start to we'll, we'll, we'll create these stories in our mind if i reach out to someone i'm going to come across as being weak and we'll start to just develop this story and it won't be it won't necessarily be true but we'll just go off you know we'll create a story like a like a book you know oh, this will happen and this will happen and this will happen we haven't got a clue so you know often if we structure it and say what's the worst thing that can happen and you figure that out and then you know how you'll deal with it if it does happen and you know what you can do to try and prevent that from from happening then we go okay well that actually doesn't look that bad because it's out of our head and it's on paper or we said it out loud so that story isn't as big or as deep as it was and therefore we feel more comfortable with putting ourselves out there and asking for help how does confidence relate to procrastination well in your work yeah i mean if we're if we're procrastinating often there's a there's an underlying reason you know, in many cases for the, the guys that i work with it's, it's perfection you know they're, try, they're striving for that to, to be perfect but you know being perfect is, is not possible it's always moving so you're, you're striving for something you can't actually get which when you don't get it it knocks your confidence and you start to doubt your ability and self-doubt is the killer of confidence yeah if you doubt yourself and you don't deal with it it kills your confidence whereas action it builds confidence and it knocks self-doubt out of the way because you're you're you're, you're taking action on the things that you need to do so and, and procrastination is in, a, in action, right? So if you're procrastinating on something, you're not taking action, which means that you're potentially doubting yourself, which is leading to no confidence. But if you can notice that I am procrastinating, why am I procrastinating? Maybe I'm a bit stressed and find out why it is that you're doing that. Then you can start to put things in place to take action, which then builds confidence. It's that, it's that confidence loop. You take action, you learn and you grow from something because of that, that the steps that you took. Then you take more action based upon your learnings and then you learning you grow some more and then you start to become more competent at whatever that thing is and then that builds confidence but it all stems from action and it leads up to confidence but if you doubt yourself um then it's, it's going to kill that confidence because it's that inaction and procrastination is an action like i said so it is very very closely linked but there are ways to deal with procrastination but fundamentally it's about you know, understanding yourself dealing with those those beliefs you have and Stress can also cause procrastination because you're not you're overwhelmed. You're not sure what to do or how to do it or who to speak to. And being a business owner, you know, with the guys I speak to, or even a professional, uh, kind of a higher level, you don't always have those people you can turn to to say, "Hey, uh, what do you think on this?" You have to just internalize it, and it can create overwhelm. We're in a pandemic; adds to it stresses of life, stresses of work, stresses of decisions you've got to make. So having that someone to talk to going back to that is, is hugely powerful which will hopefully kickstart action again put aside procrastination and then lead into confidence hmm. it seems like a thread running through all of this is taking action and uh, taking that first step doing some form of action whether it's uh, asking somebody for, for their thoughts or just um, tackling it in whatever way whatever small step it's just about taking action and that kind of leads to feedback and then more action just just mm -hmm. yeah. do something whatever is most urgent for you is that right yeah action is yeah action is powerful it is because it, it leads to something it allows us to take different different paths which opens up 
different opportunities, whether that's you know feeling confident or a, a work promotion or a business going well or a relationship. It does stem from action. And often it's the case of, you know, have I got the confidence to take that action? Well, try it, see where it goes, and, and then you'll find that actually you feel a bit more competent in doing that. And, and it moves forward but again it comes down to those those beliefs it's what we believe about ourselves and, and and situations like we've been through recently with the world can create these emotions within us and those thoughts within us that have the that, that start these belief these beliefs that aren't going to get us where we want to so it's about tackling those as well uh, and then that will lead into confidence as well and of course improving confidence in yourself affects all areas of your life not just your work uh have you cl- have your clients found that? For sure, yeah. Because, like I said, it comes into relationships, you know, at home, or your your your, your children, going out, social situations. If you feel confident and you feel genuine confidence in yourself, then those those aspects of life become easier uh, because you know who you are and you're comfortable in that. And then that, yeah, then your confidence stays stays high. It's not is you know. I sometimes I what I say it might sound really really. Oh, that's it's simple, but it's not always simple. There is work that needs to be done. You know, with my clients, there's there's a lot of I I ask them to to do the things that they need to do, and if they don't do them, then they're not going to get the results. You have to put the work in to feel confident and to overcome your self doubt and to 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 reduce your procrastination and excel in your business and work and life. So it may seem like I'm just saying, oh, just do this, but it's not just do that. These are just things that um, can help just by listening to and implementing. But you have to put the work in. It can't just be, oh, I'm going to just take action. But it, sometimes it has to be deliberate action. You have to have a goal. You have to have a plan. You need to know where you're going to, to, reach, to reach that goal. Um, but yeah, fundamentally, at the, at the base level, it's about believing in yourself and taking action to see where it goes and, and, and being okay with the, being okay that things might not go the, the way that you planned and, and bouncing back from that. But it, like I say, it's, it's fundamentally pretty easy, but it's not always easy based upon the life that we live. No, I feel that's, you know, confidence is, um, it's a challenging subject. Like I said, it's not always, always easy, but there are things that we can do to boost our confidence. And, it, and it's sometimes a little bit of a process. We need to, to believe in ourselves and, and have the people around us that can support us. But it's possible. You know, I was that guy. I was that, you know, I'm not confident, never have been and never will be. And I couldn't, I couldn't go sit in, in a circle around with people introducing myself you know those work you know introduce yourself just a very a short a high arm scott uh this is what i do and i i i, I have a mum and sisters and whatever it might be and then it moves on to the next person i would literally crawl up inside myself i'd go red i'd sweat and it would just be a horrendous experience as they're going round. and i was that guy i was that low in confidence and I, you know, you, you, you've read already, you've touched on, I think we spoke about it beforehand, but, you know, I experienced anxiety for a, a good portion of my life and it was, a, it was a terrible time. And it was based upon, I truly believe that I had low confidence. I didn't feel confident in myself, not just in, in life, but in dealing with the challenges that I was going to come across. So although, you know, building confidence might seem easy, it's not, it's sometimes not, but it's possible I've been there, I've done it, and I see it happen with my clients every single every single day, every single week. So if you're if you're doubting yourself, if you feel like you're not confident, you have that imposter syndrome and, and maybe you're not that you don't feel good enough or you don't feel like you're making progress enough, this dick can change. Hundred percent. I'm a huge believer in that. You've got to believe it though. 
How can the listener find out more about this and about you or your free discovery session or just contact you? Um, yes, the free discovery session is free and it's, it is a coaching session. I want to provide as much value as I can. I want to, to give as much as possible in that time and coach. So if you feel like you, you want to experience coaching, you're not sure what it's like, then you know, give me a shout, book your discovery session, see if you if we get any insights, which I'm almost 100% sure you will, take them away, and, and if we we figure out from there that it's the it's something you want to do, you know, moving moving on, then we'll talk about how we can move forward with it. Um, but you can go onto my website, which is further-coaching.com, uh, have a look at it, check it out, go to the inquiry page if you want to book that. Uh, discovery session where we'll where I'll coach you, uh, pop your details in, and we'll we'll go from there. And also, I've got a newsletter as well at the moment, which I've just released, which is going to be sharing tips and techniques to to build confidence and feel good and make progress, as well as um, opportunity to talk about coaching if you're unsure about what it is. So you can go onto the homepage on that website to the bottom, pop your details in, and then that's it. And you can also find me on LinkedIn. I'm always on there. Brilliant, and I'll I'll be putting all these uh, links and information into the show notes and onto the episode page on the website so people will be able to find that easily and get in touch with you thanks again scott for joining us fantastic i'm I'm sure the listener will have picked up some very useful information there bye for now great take care bye thank you too for listening for more freelancer help it's free forever to be a member at aspectavenue.com where you'll have access to our private community receive a weekly email with freelancer news and advice and more great benefits as Aspect Avenue develops. Find any links mentioned in this episode in the show notes. If you like The Freelancer's Friend, subscribe to the show. Leave a review if you can as it helps us to get noticed and please share the podcast with your freelancer friends. Until next time, check out our past episodes and remember, you're the best freelancer out there. Thank you.